The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It, the first episode of 2023, the start of season four. Yeah, I'm doing seasons based on what year it is. Uh, Just not that I think anybody looks at that stuff, but... Just in case you're curious as to how I'm looking at things, that's what it is. Uh, I'm going to start out this episode with I need to uh, correct a error I made in the last episode when I was talking about all the different stuff, uh, all the different people I've collaborated with, all the different things I've done, all the different shows I've been on. I left one out, and uh, I am ridiculously sorry about it. And nobody said anything to me about it, but I just was thinking about it as sort of the after the fact. Uh, I was on a show called Beer in Front. Now, I was brought on specifically because of my knowledge of food and pairing it with beers. So uh, that is a show that is hosted by a guy named Dave. Uh, He's based out of Chicago. Dave is a great guy, great show, knows all kinds of stuff, knows his stuff about beer, does beer reviews, uh, tries different things, talks about different stuff. And to borrow a term from Dave, since I forgot to bring it up, I am a jag-off. Now, Dave, you have my sincerest apologies. He's a friend of the show. He's a good guy. You should really go check out Beer in Front. I'm sorry, Dave. Now, with that out of the way, uh, yeah, so quick shout out to all the Patreons and supporters on Buy Me a Coffee. On Patreon, we have Josh, Jake, B-Word, and the Iceman. And on Buy Me a Coffee, we have Miss Aaron and Jason. Thank you guys so much for your constant support. It means a lot that you're still with me going into the new year, etc., 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 so anyway, I guess that kind of, now that I got my uh, clean slate, so to speak, started, because I was feeling feeling pretty guilty about that for getting beer in front thing, I'm going to get started with the new year and the, so yeah, what are we going to say about going into the new year? I'm going to honestly keep this episode kind of short and sweet and I'm working on getting some new things ready uh, in terms of the show. Hopefully we'll help grow the audience, you know, I mean... Don't get me wrong, I love each and every one of you guys, but I'd also really love to see the numbers growing and to see new people coming along. Uh, it would be a lot easier to do with a little bit of feedback, you know. Drop me an email, shoot me a, shoot me a, a message, leave a phone message on the on the voice line. Uh, that, you know, it does exist. Nobody uses it, but it's there. Go to the website, fill out the form, something, you know. Let me, let me know what you think. I, I, I'm always looking for feedback. But, yeah, so... This year, I want to do some, I, I made a couple changes last year, I'm going to make a couple more this year. Uh, we're going to be adding a video live streaming element to it. It's going to be at least once a month, if not every, I'd like to go for every other week. Um, I'm going to have to see about getting people on here, guest spots and stuff, because as much as I like doing the little live streams by myself, I find it generally is a little more entertaining if there's you know some actual conversation going on instead of just me sitting there talking and you know, hopefully reading some feedback in the text sections. So, yeah, I want to get that rolling by the end of the month. I want to, I already talked about the direction I want to take the show last episode. I don't want to harp on that, but but that is the stuff I've been thinking about for the last week since the last episode. And 
Now, in the grander context of things, this actually is kind of relevant, and this is my plan moving forward for the new coming year. And we're at the start of the year where everybody does the, you know, the typical new me, new year bullshit and all this other other stuff that, you know, there's a reason resolutions generally don't work because people, you know, and I talked about this before too, people aim too big instead of making small manageable steps. And this is my small manageable steps for the for the show. And then I've got my small manageable steps in my personal life where I've gotten back into the gym and I'm getting a gym membership like... <laughs> And I bought a Fitbit to monitor my health, and I installed the calorie tracker on my phone. And uh, it's you know it sounds like a lot, but realistically, this is something I've been bitching about for a while. And anybody that listens to the show for any extended amount of time knows I need to lose some weight for my health so I can be around to see my grandkids someday. And once upon a time, I actually was kind of more into going to the gym on a regular basis and working out on a regular basis. So this is. Not such a massive change. It's The big change comes from getting up an hour and a half earlier and leaving the house to go to the gym instead of getting up and sitting around and drinking my coffee and making a leisurely breakfast before I leave the house. So, yeah, small steps, and they're manageable steps. They're not fun steps, but it takes a long time. It takes, I forget whether it's 30 or 60 days or something like that, there's some number of set days where something you have to do something consistently before it becomes an actual habit. And that's my small steps is to, I'm not focusing on the end game. I'm not thinking about how much weight I actually need to lose because if I look at that, it becomes climbing a mountain instead of doing small manageable things. So instead I'm focusing on the, the small steps, the baby steps, the developing, getting up and going to the gym every morning and to a habit instead of something that is out of the ordinary instead of something that I have to motivate myself to do. And the thing is, realistically, once I get there and I actually lift the weights and I spend the time on the treadmill and I get cleaned up and go to work, I feel better about myself. Like, all day, I physically feel better. So, you know, it's a good thing. I'm getting those endorphins released so I can actually motivate myself to go do this stuff. So, hopefully, in another month or two, this will be a, a habit and a regular part of my daily routine, and I won't feel so weird getting up every morning to go do it. And admittedly, I did kind of break the chain for the last week because the holidays were here, and it was, like, there's there's a reason they offer all these sales and stuff this time of year, like, join the gym, zero down, da-da-da-da-da, because this is where everybody's going to sign up, and everybody's going to go really hard for, like, the next week, two weeks. Long enough to realize they don't like doing it. Long enough to realize they don't want to put in the work. And that's one of the fundamental things I think we, as a over, more overreaching culture, have a problem with is um, people just give up way too friggin' easily. And, you know, there's jokes about it floating around on every, what, regardless of what your platform is, every social media platform, there's something that people are going to see, you know, January 1st, gyms are packed. January 30th, gyms are empty. The reason memes exist is because they're like a dis distillation of truth a lot of times, and that's the truth. A lot of people that are going to set these huge, massive goals for themselves that are not going to be instantly gratified for doing it are going to give up with before going to the gym on a regular basis becomes a routine for them. So eh, it's a shame. You know, we can't really do anything about it. We can only focus on ourselves and our little baby steps that will gradually lead to the some sort of self-improvement or betterment of your situation. 
And I'm thinking, you know, in gym terms here because that's where I'm at in my life. But it kind of applies across the board, whether it's, you know, starting a business or getting a side hustle going or whatever little thing you're going to focus on to try and make 2023 a better year than 2022 was. Because let's face it, the last couple, three years have pretty much sucked across the board. I mean, even like my life is in a lot of ways in a much better place today than it was this time two years ago or three years ago. Let's let's say three years ago because... Two years ago is right around when I got my new gig, and well, it's it's not that new anymore. The the, the shine's kind of wearing off of it a little bit, but I, I still like my job. I still like who I work with. I like the what I do. I like the people I work with. It's it's a, still a really good job, but and it was a step up from my previous position, so that's that's a good thing. And I'm still making progress and working on things there, and we got a lot of new irons in the fire that I'm excited about for this coming year that there's a lot of potential to do some really cool stuff. So I'm excited about it, but I'm not trying to look at the overly sweeping picture either. It's not trying to look at the big macro idea. I'm looking at the little things that are eventually going to get me to that bigger end game goal where, you know, ideally move up in the company, you know, get promotions, raises, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, more responsibility, more control over my life, all that all that good fun stuff that, you know, is kind of the goal in every way, shape, and form. If you want to live a better quality of life, you got to have more control over your own thing so you can be happy because it's going to have to come from internal things. So satisfaction with what you're doing, enjoying what you're doing, not hating going to work every morning is a huge step in that. For a lot of people, that means working for yourselves, but there's a lot of work involved in that. So a lot of us just take the easier route of working for somebody else so we don't have to think about things like providing our own insurance or making sure that, you know, we are not, we like, we're not as dependent on performance. I mean, obviously, working for somebody else, you're still dependent on performance, but if you have a set salary and you're not working, you're not working like a commission based job, if you have an off week or an off month, it's not going to totally kill your bottom line as opposed to if you're working for yourself and it's your own business and something goes sideways and you're not ready for it that could royally fuck up your day so a lot of people make the choice to go for security and safety instead of you know freedom and satisfaction which now I'm lucky I like I said I really like what I do I like my job I like the people I work with I I don't have a problem going in to earn my paycheck. I don't have a problem doing my job to earn my paycheck. It's it's not a bad gig. I mean, now, if somebody were to offer me enough money to be completely independent tomorrow, would I keep working? Eh, maybe for a little while, but I would probably go back to part-time. Or if they, you know, I would have to talk to my employers about it. Because like I said, I do like the people I work with and I like what I do. But if I was financial, if I woke up financially independent tomorrow, I would still need something to do to occupy my day, so I didn't fall into worse habits than the ones I fell into when I was laid off for eight months. You know, I don't need to be day drinking because I don't have anything else to do. I don't need to be sitting around being a big old lazy tub of guts because I don't have anywhere to go and nobody to impress. It's it's using external motivations for my own betterment, and that's just kind of the kind of person I am. I need those things. I need that, you know, gym buddy to kick me in the ass when I don't feel like going to work out because for whatever reason to say, look, dude, I'm going to be there in 25 minutes and your ass better be there. That's usually all it takes. It's just somebody telling me (laughs) that they're going to be waiting for me. And that's usually all the motivation I need to get up and do whatever the right thing is because 
uh, this may be hard to believe, but certain aspects of me, I and I, I wouldn't say I'm a people pleaser, but I like keeping my word. And if I tell somebody I'm going to be somewhere, I damn sure I'm going to be there unless unless something really severe happens. And that's the motivation I need to work on bettering myself. So that's what I got. So yeah, like I said, I could be I could wake up rich tomorrow and things aren't going to change too much. Or maybe I'm lying. Maybe if I did wake up rich tomorrow, I could concentrate on actually putting out a decent pod and doing this ridiculous little hobby of mine for serious. But, oh well, who knows? Just kind of rambling at this point. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And uh, yeah, so like I said, there are plans in the works there are irons in the fire and that's really what i think everybody needs to be doing that's at this point is i've tried it the other way i've spent a large portion of my life just kind of making shit up as i go along which is what what nobody bothers to tell you adulting is when you're a kid and unfortunately for the next generation i really think that message got lost somewhere along the lines because these motherfuckers without i'm I'm not going to try and completely change who I am and just be, you know, super shiny, positive Aaron all the time. And I'm trying not to start off the new year just bitching about people. But the stupidity is not going anywhere. The whiny, bitchy entitlement is not going anywhere. And I have had to deal with some of that with it being the holiday season. Now, after my last day at work, I basically made one trip to the grocery store. And other than that, didn't leave the house for like two weeks, basically. Now, a week and a half, whatever. And I, that was great for me. I didn't have to be around people. The only people I was around were my family, and that's fine by me. I'm, <laughs> the masses are not getting any smarter. And that you know trip to the grocery store, what should have been, I mean, anybody with any sense doesn't do that shit right before the holidays. You do it a, a week out or whatever. But there were a few things we just needed, so had to had to bite the bullet and run to Walmart three days before Christmas and pick up a few things and yeah it was there were so many fucking idiots to be seen everywhere and just it, it was it, it's been a, a, a weird winter for lack of a better thing to call it I mean we had snow for about three days it was a very re- weird three days we we got snow just in time to have a, a white Christmas and then uh, I can't speak for anyone else but where I live Shortly before it heated back up to the point where it was like 47 degrees this morning, it was 60 degrees the day before, or, well, 57, close enough to, you know, down to the point where it's really a matter of semantics. It's a couple degrees off, but it was almost 60 degrees in December. And, yeah, things are, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I kind of, when it comes to things like that, I kind of take the George Carlin view on things of the planet's going to be fine. Humanity's fucked, but you know, we're not killing the planet. So whatever, but climate shifts happen naturally over time. The ice ages happen without us being around to push things. It's going to happen again, whatever. But I do know this is the first December going into January in a long time where there's no snow on the fucking ground. The ground is squishy. Um, 
But pre- prior to that, one of the beautiful things about where I live is the air quality is utter shite. Um, I mean, it had gotten better for a while, but this these last few days, like before the snow melted, it literally had a coating of like blackish, grayish shit on it. I had to change all the air filters in our house and all our air purifiers and the filter on the furnace because they all looked like carbon filters, even though they were the white paper ones. Well, the ones in the air cleaners are HEPA filters, but whatever. They still have a paper component to them. And, yeah, they were all, like, black and gross. And that sucks. But that's also, it is what it is. We are where we are. And and barring some unforeseen circumstances that make me financially independent, I can't see myself running away to the mountains like I would like to. So we'll deal with it. We'll get a better air purifier. We'll do what we got to do to deal with the situation. But I can honestly say from where I'm sitting, 2022 went out with a whimper, and I'm really hoping 2023 is going to be a better year. Um, And that's on us. We have to work, actively work to make 2023 a better year. Uh, Sitting by just shaking our heads at all the stupid shit that's going on around us is not going to be the way to get the things fixed. It's not going to be the way to make things better, to get things done. It is what got us into this mess in the first place. Now, I'm not saying, I mean, to my Gen X brethren and sistren and millennial, zennial, whatever, wherever, wherever you see yourself on that spectrum, if you're over like 27, I mean, if you're under 27, you're probably not fucking listening to the show or you're one of my kids' friends. That seems to be my demographics, really. But um, if if you are in your early to mid-20s or younger, shut the fuck up. and well, you, You're going in the right direction because you're listening to me, so... Not that I'm be all end all, and I'll never tell you I'm the smartest guy in the room because I'm. A, I was taught early on if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong fucking room. And that being said, we need to be more active about trying to <laughs> take control back, trying to get this ship back on a, a healthy heading. Uh, in certain ways, it is happening. There has been a marked pushback against a lot of the like ultra-woke bullshit that was one of the original things I complained about in this show. One of my original, regular, reoccurring themes of how being woke is fucking stupid seems to be kind of taking the tiller back and getting mainstream again, where even groups that at one point were considered ultra-woke are going, look, you fuckers are going too far, and that's really what it is. Well, I don't want to get too political, but this does apply in that... Like I said, there was a time when I was considered a left-leaning centrist. Now, by a lot of the metrics, I'm considered very conservative because they keep moving the goalposts. They keep changing what the definition of, oh, well, this is what you have to meet, and dealing in way too many absolutes. And I have just as many problems with the far right as I do with the far left. Please don't forget that. But... Dealing in absolutes is never going to be the fucking way to to get things done. You have to have room for compromise. You have to be able to acknowledge that not everyone's going to share your perspective. Not everyone's going to share your thoughts. Not everyone is going to, you know, see things the way you do and agree with your beliefs, you know, completely. And you can't make the mistake of trying to force that onto people. And that's where a lot of problems are coming up and a lot of this pushback that has started. And was very accurately predicted by a lot of people, a lot of political pundits, a lot of social commentators, all said, this is this is on the horizon, and you need to listen to us, and nobody did. And it's 
you know, getting a groundswell. It's picking up momentum of you fuckers just went too far. And that's not only a political thing. It's, I mean, in all aspects, sociologically and just people that are trying to push blanket acceptance for things that just aren't fucking okay. At the end of the day, there are still things that are wrong. And this fundamentally ties into like people that are way too hard pushing the woke agenda. And a lot of the people that are fed up with it have started to realize it's the reason they think they can do it is because they are the most vocal minority out there. It's not that there's a ton of them and they have this overwhelming ground support. It's just they're making the most noise. But I've said it before, you know, an empty can rattles a lot louder than a full one. So the, the fact that they're making all this racket doesn't mean there's the most of them. It just means that they're the most noisy. And we're starting to see pushback from that. And we're starting to see people trying to say, no, sanity has to take the fucking helm again. It's all right to feel whatever you want about yourself, but it's not all right to expect the rest of the fucking world to conform and accommodate you. Because that's, that's realistically where the problem lies. You can feel however you want about yourself. You can define yourself however the fuck you want. You have literally zero right to try and force anyone else to live by your definitions or your beliefs or your structure. And more importantly, we need to start reminding people that if your beliefs and your ego and your self-definition is so fucking fragile that somebody else not acknowledging it and saying you're right will shatter it and destroy it and tear it down and that's oppressive and that's destructive to your personality, then we need to point out that that is not a good stance to hold because things that are worthy, I mean, I've always been a supporter of meritocracy. I've always been a supporter of the concept that valid notions don't need to be forced. They will be supported by their validity. And if you need to force something that heavily where it has to be mandated and legislated and forced into law, then it's probably not that solid of a a, a fucking stance because it doesn't stand on its own merit. It's like, and now there's always going to be people that regardless of the legality of things are going to do anyway, that's been proven with every type of prohibition we've tried to put in place. Every single drug we've tried to put in place, we're saying, no, you can't have that. When they put bans on alcohol, it literally created a black market and a mafia and wars and, I mean, they were not official government wars, but it, that's what it was. There were wars on the street between gang wars and government agents fighting bootleggers. And it just there was all kinds of – because you can't force – you can't legislate. You can't push the law and change the fundamental nature of people. People – there are people out there that will do literally anything to get fucked up. You don't believe it? Look at the massive drug problem in this country that – is not slowed down or restricted at all by legal re- regulations. The, the Banning all these substances and saying it's illegal to have them doesn't stop crackheads from smoking crack. It doesn't stop cokeheads from getting coke. It doesn't stop heroin addicts from shooting up. It doesn't stop anything. It, I mean, even anything down to basic weed. And that's, I've been saying for 30 fucking years at least that weed should be completely decriminalized. There is no reason for it to be illegal, particularly in a country where things like alcohol and cigarettes are perfectly legal. 
it's it's not this massive gateway drug. There's this smear campaign behind it. I'm, and this is not going to be a whole Aaron preaching about legalized weed and let you know. It's it, it is. It's just I'm just saying prohibition doesn't work. And the reason prohibition doesn't work is you cannot legislate your morals and values onto another person. It it just doesn't fucking work. You have to lead by example, like I always say, you have to show them why the validity of what you're saying is better than the validity of the whatever horseshit you're having a problem with. And you also have to have the mindset that if your way is better, it will stand on its own merit. Because if you don't have that, you can't live that way. You can't do that. You have to go back to saying, oh, well, this is what it is, and that's what I believe, so that's what it should be. This is what I think is best for me, so that is what is best for everybody. That's that's not a mentality that's going to make any progress. So, like I said, I'm going to try and keep this one kind of shorter, but that's as I'm walking into the new year, that's what I'm thinking. And I promise the ranting and bitching and trying to generally make things funny, haha, will will come back. But as we go into this year, I, I'm just going to challenge you guys. Try and help steer somebody in the right direction. Try and help make things a little better. Try and make things a little smoother. And take those baby steps. Don't try and change the fucking world. Just try and try and try and be a good example. Try and be a good person. And um, you know, I'll see, I'll see you guys down the line. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.